Welcome back to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky, and today I brought you a guest that I have known for a long time, and I'm excited for you to get to hear about her journey. So hello, Kimberly. How are you? Hello. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Okay. So tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Okay. So I um, own a salon and spa. Kimberly and Company Salon Spa and actually a boutique. Um, we just recently relocated to Canton. So we're in Dressler or on Thursday's Plaza off of Dressler um, behind Bubba's. So we're where the old edge um, salon used to be. What about you and your kiddos? What do you do? Tell us a little bit about you and your family. Um, I'm married. I've been married for 11 years um, to my husband, Doug. And then I have two daughters. Gwen is 13 and Stella is eight. Yeah, she's eight. <laughs> and uh, they're both in competitive cheer and school cheer for Gwen. So we're busy between, you know, daily life and school and sports and work. So yeah, I'm just a mom trying to balance it all and follow my dreams and, you know, all of the good stuff. I love that. And I, I think it's important to kind of go back to the beginning of where this all started. Um, cause Camille and I actually met working together in a salon and I want to go back to the beginning of her journey a little bit, because I think right now you would see her and you'd be like, she's a freaking rock star. She has this big, nice salon. And we just think, Oh, well, maybe this came easy for her. We think that we see these people. Like I was telling her earlier, I watched a documentary on, you know, JLo and Taylor Swift and, you know, we see them too, and they're rocking it and they're in chapter 20 or 40 of their life. But what was that chapter one where you have to put in that, you know, blood, sweat, tears, all that hard work. So take us back to the beginning of your journey. Well, <clears throat> I really think the beginning of it, I just want to say like school was not my favorite thing. I did not like school. I was not a great student, you know, and I went to St. Mary's, um, from third to eight, I grew up in Maslin. I went to Whittier kindergarten to second. And then I went to St. Mary's third to eighth. And my mom and dad wanted me to go to central Catholic. They begged me to go to central. My two older sisters went to Maslin and they were like, my third one's going to be the good kid. You're going <laughs> to <laughs> no, But so they tried and I said, you know, I really want to go. I want to do hair. I'm going to do cosmetology. So that was how I was able to go to Washington high school because I, you know, I wanted to do hair. So I just have always been a creative person. I've always liked art and hair just gave me like the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. And, um, even though I was told I've always had a chip on my shoulder as a hairstylist, because I was always told, you know, you're never going to make any money. I mean, I would have friends in school whose parents would be like, you're not doing cosmetology. They say, oh, I really want to do cosmetology, but my mom and dad, they won't let me like, because basically, you know, everyone thinks you're like less than if you are a hairdresser or you don't go to college. So I kind of carried that with me as a young hairstylist because I mm -hmm. started working, you know, when I was 18 years old and I worked at, um, a lot of salons, um, but the most notable ones that I think really shaped me. Fiesta, Hair and Tanning in Jackson Township, Foxborough Plaza. I had a great manager 
and I love her to this day. She doesn't do hair anymore, but Beth, if you're listening, I love you. And I learned a lot from her and I slowly started building that confidence, you know, and one is believing in myself and believing in my craft and looking at myself. We're not just hairdressers, you know? So it was a lot of years that I traveled, I guess you could say around Stark County. And I worked at different salons to find where I felt good, where I felt like I could be comfortable. Um, and that really led me to, well, let's fast forward. So I was 18 when I started, by the time I was 21, I was working with you at mm-hmm. the hair shop and spa and I got pregnant. I was not married. Um, I was with my husband for a couple of years at the time we were just dating and I got pregnant and then Fiesta where I had left previously, they reached out to me, wanted me to manage another location that they had. So I thought, you know, it's guaranteed money. Cause I don't know. A lot of people don't understand how they, how the industry works. I don't think, you know, but when you're starting out in the industry, it is very, um, you don't know what you're going to make. You know, it's not something you can really count on when you you have to be in it for the long game for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It takes time, but you get, you get out of it, what you put into it. And that Mm -hmm. is the thing that I, I was taught and I preached to my staff and my girls that I mentored because it's so true. So at that point in my career, I wasn't making very good money. I needed more stability and going back to a chain salon at that time was the best choice for me because I had guaranteed hourly wage and, you know, so I did that and, um, I started learning how to manage people, how to lead people. And I did that for three years. Um, but like I said, I would try to find a place that I felt good in. And I, when I didn't feel good there any longer, I left. Um, you want me I to love that you were brave enough to do that though. <laughs> Cause people aren't always, you know, they stay unhappier, you know, feel like it's not a good fit and they just stay. So I love that you were brave enough to keep taking these leaps. Yeah. So I left and I, I went to a small private salon in Canton. I worked at stage lights and, um, I was there. That was what year was that? Gosh, 2011, 2012, but I was there. And then when I turned 25, I had this quarter life crisis. I don't know what it was. It was just like, oh my gosh, I'm 25. I really need to know. I really need to have my shit together. I need to make sure that my, you know, I'm doing everything it can be to be successful and be a good mom and all of this. So, you know, those little voices in my head that were always kind of there creep back in, like maybe you, maybe there's more than hair. Maybe you could work in an office and have a job where you have your weekends off and you have a 401k and you have health insurance, you know? Um, so I started working at an insurance company during the week, Monday through Friday, nine to five. And then on Saturdays I would work at the salon open to close because I had to try to fit in all my clients And I lost clients at that time because not everybody wants to come in on a Saturday. Like I literally was working one day a week. So I ended up getting pregnant with my second daughter during that time. And by the time she was born, I had realized that I was miserable working in an office. I was right all along and I needed to just do what I love. So my husband was like, you can quit. And I did something that is frowned upon 
but I, it's part of my journey. So I have to be honest about it, but I did hair at home and my husband put a salon in my basement. I had a shampoo bowl. I had everything. It was just like a salon, except it was in my basement. And that's what I did for two years. I was a stay at home mom. I raised my girls and I did hair. And at first it would just be like one client, two clients. Then it was like, I was down my basement for a whole eight hour day doing hair. Wow. Yeah. And, um, I didn't tell anybody about it. I didn't post anything about it. It was very, just, I kept it just the clients I had been doing, but then it, when it started to become more, I was like, you know, I should just open my own so I can be completely legit and do what I want to do. So that's when I found my first salon that was on Tremont and Maslin. So I don't know for the listeners out there, like the Southwest side of Maslin is like across the viaduct, like, you know, headed out. So sometimes people that aren't from Maslin, they hear like, oh my gosh, it's across 21. Like, oh gosh, that's so far away. It's really not that far away, but you know, it was in a little bit of a rougher side of town, but it was a super cool building. It was, you know, had tin ceilings and hardwood floors and exposed brick. And it was so cool. So I went, I got used equipment. I drove to Pennsylvania to buy used equipment that I could afford. Like I did not go into debt. I didn't get nice, fancy, anything. Like it was literally what I could afford paying cash. And I thought it was just going to be me. So, you know, I did that. That was in 2016, September 27th, 2016. And I had no plan, no plan, nothing, just I'm going to do hair and I'm going to focus on my client in my chair and I'm going to make them feel really good. And if I do that, that's all I have to do. That's what I used to tell myself when people, my husband would be like, like, what are you doing? Like, cause he's a planner and he's like more numbers. And I'm like, you're the creative. You want to do I'm this. Feel, like, like, exciting. Yeah, I'm the creative. I'm like, it's going to yeah. work. I know it yeah. is, you know? So it did work, you know, and I grew. So we eventually filled that space. We remodeled it, got new equipment. I filled that space with four stylists and two nail techs. We outgrew at that. And then we moved in 2019 to Lincoln way, um, across from speedway. So 921 Lincoln way East. And so we were there from 2019 until just this last May. So we were there when the pandemic hit. So that was you know, so has this been your vision now that you caught the vision, you were there by yourself and then you're like, Oh, now I have these people that want to work with me. Mm-hmm. So has it been your like vision to kind of keep expanding Yes, or as- is it naturally starting to just happen? It's naturally just starting to happen. Like when I move, when, like when I moved to Lincoln way, everyone's like, are, you know, how long are you going to be here? Or are you going to move again? I'm like, if I need to, you know, I just yeah. feel like if there's if there's opportunity, I don't want to not take it, you know? So at Lincoln way, we just moved in and had hair there. And then right before the pandemic hit, we started a remodel of the lower level of the building to add a spa. So I went actually, cause I said, I didn't know what I was doing at all when it came to business, like m- numbers, you know? So I went for this training down in Tampa, me and my, me and my husband, we went down to Tampa. This was, when did COVID hit March, 
No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like right before that. Yeah. So we were down there that February 28th, like we were flying home. I, I went and invested in my business to learn all this great stuff. I had a remodel, a spa that I was trying to open and I get on, get to the airport and people are wearing masks. And I'm like, what the, like, what's going on? So then we get home and the salon was like shut down. Like, so then I had to go through all of that. So then when we opened after COVID, I actually opened the spa and that's when we became not only just a salon, but a spa. And that has been a learning process. Like every, all of these processes have been full of, you know, I'm not, it's scary to do follow your dreams and to do what you believe in your heart is the right thing to do, you know? But when I got through COVID and when we as a salon got through COVID, I, it just made me feel like if I can do this, if I can get through this in my first five years of business, then I'm going to get some tough skin, you know? Absolutely. That was scary. Just being independent. I can't imagine having staff. Yeah, it was, it wasn't, it was crazy. And I think it changed a lot for our industry, like as a whole, you know, yeah. but where was I going with that? I can't remember, but yeah, that was just the COVID time, you know, and we were there and, oh, and then we opened up the boutique. I forgot about that part. <laughs> so I always, <laughs> when I, when I, when I named the salon, I, I had boutique on it from the beginning. And my mom would say, why are you, my mom said, why is it Kimberly and company? It's just you. And what's, where's the boutique? And I'm like, well, my company's my clients right now. And eventually I'll have a boutique. And I tried with like local vendors and stuff, but in October of 21, yeah, is when I opened the boutique in the salon. So I always wanted to carry clothing. I just wanted to have a place where people could come and be like, feel good. They could leave, come in, get their hair done, get whatever service done and pick up a cute shirt or an outfit and, you know, have it be a one-stop shop. So that was huge too. And slow, slow getting off the ground. And it's still, I'm still learning. That's like a whole nother business. It's like a whole nother business inside of the salon, but it's great. And I'm learning and I love it. Um, and we have a bunch of new cute stuff we just got in, but yeah. So am I, I'm just rambling on. <laughs> no, I love it. Cause I think what's great to hear too is, you know, you're continuing to learn. You're not just like this know-it-all that's like, oh great. Like I have this, you know, nice big oh. salon and whatever. It's like, no, you're continuing to grow and evolve and expand you as a boss, a leader, a business owner and mentor. Like to now how many, how many people do you have in your staff now? Um, right now we have 19, 20 with me. So, um, and that number has fluctuated and it, you know, it has changed. And, um, I have learned as I've learned better, as I've known more, I've done better. Like I did the, yeah. I've always done the best I could with the knowledge that I had, you know, in the industry. And as I've gotten, you know, as I've grown, I share that. And I tell everyone that works for me, I am not perfect. I don't know all the answers, but I am honest. I come from a good place and I care about people and I try, you know, to lead from a place of love. And 
I'm not saying I'm perfect or things that I've done in the past. Hey, I, I'm sure I made some bad decisions or, you know, but I've learned from it. It's all, it's all about learning. Like if you learn from it, then it's not all for nothing. You know, and I tell my clients, I tell my younger stylist too, Hey, you know, if you have somebody that comes in, we're human. If you don't, if there's a mistake that you make that it happens, but if you learn from it, then it's not for nothing. If you don't learn from it, then yeah. I mean, it's yeah, not- you can't grow if you're not willing yeah. to make mistakes. Right. And learn. So yeah, I just feel really grateful right now, but by like moving to this, um, the last location where we're at now, that to me, when it was brought to my, you know, when it was first brought up to me a couple of years ago, I was just like, yeah, right. Like how there's no way I could do that. You know, it was just moving from where I started, which was basically some clients would probably drive by it now and be like, ew, like I would not go in there because of where it is. Like, seriously, like the hair industry can be very, you know, I don't know how to put this. You know what I'm trying to say? Like you want your salon to be, to look good from the outside, to be in a great area, to have great parking. Like, you know, I started from the bottom, like from nothing, literally. And so to think like, oh my gosh, to be in Belden village, to have a huge salon and spa, to have parking. Like we never had parking. It was horrible at either salon. That's such a blessing to me, but it's just like, wow. But you're showing so many people what's possible. Yeah, it is. Like if you, I love this industry, so I love it and I enjoy it, you know? And I think that's really, you have to, you have to have a passion for it. And that's what drives me, I think. But, you know, it's not just about me. It's about my clients that have made doing what I do possible. You know, the people that trust me and have been with me for years. I have clients that I've been doing since I was 18 years old and I'm 36. I mean, Mm -hmm. I love them. And I, and I think they love me, but I'm sure they do, you know, I just am so thankful for them and, and my staff, especially now, because it's takes a while to get uh, the right group of people, like-minded people and build a culture. Um, And I'm really feeling like that is coming together now. And I'm so grateful. I'm even grateful for the ones that weren't in alignment with my culture. You know, I'm grateful for the good and the bad all the way through. And if you are a hair, if you're a girl, anyone really, and you have a dream, you can do it. It's all about your mindset. You know, you can, you can achieve it if you believe that you can, because I didn't have, you know, I didn't have anything really when I started, I didn't have a plan and I had no money and There's something else I want to touch on too, that you said before we were chatting was, um, you know, we, like I said, we see these people and you're like, have this big salon and maybe if people saw you, they wouldn't think this would happen, but tell us how you still kind of had some of that self-doubt step in when you were leveling up. Like, cause this is new. Like you said, you didn't even believe a couple of years ago that maybe you could go this big. So there's a little bit of that uncertainty that brings new self-doubt. Yeah. So any, you know, 
anytime you're doing something new and scary, it's so easy to doubt yourself and think that, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I made the wrong decision. Maybe I should, maybe I can't handle this. You know, what was I thinking? And that was, that was a voice inside my head that was drilling me the first few months of this transition, because there was a lot of unexpected bumps in the road that I dealt with, with buying a new salon, moving my staff to a new location, merging my staff with an existing staff. And there's, there was just so much and it was a lot. And I was, I was doubting myself. Um, but I moved through that and I, I said, you know, I didn't come this far. I didn't come this far to just come this far. You know, God didn't put me in this position, in this position, because when things like this happen for me, I really believe in signs and like my life is not easy. Like things don't just fall into place when things fall into place and are just like flowing and natural and happen easily. That's when I'm like, okay, this is meant for me, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's how it happened with every move with this expansion. And I, it just gave me that confirmation that this is meant for you. This is what you're meant you know, and this is what you're supposed to be doing. And, you know, I was listening to podcasts and just trying to focus on grow growth for myself, because I know I knew that I needed to grow to handle everything that was my life. And I I'm still learning. I'm still growing, but I'm in such a better place than I was, you know, back in June, back in July, those I was in the trenches, man. I was overwhelmed and, I was still doing it, but I wasn't doing it from a place of like confidence, you know, and there anything else that helped you other than listening to those podcasts and helping your mindset that way. Was there anything else you were doing? Praying, (laughs) praying. Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah, just not giving up, just not giving up, just doing the best you can every day. You know, even if it's not, even if you're not going to get your whole to-do list done. And I think, I don't know, I went into it with like, oh my gosh, I have to get all of this stuff done today. I, it has to be like this. It has to be a certain way. And it's like, that's not how life is. They, every day is different. You have to know, you have to go with the flow, you know, and, um, try to stay grounded through it. So I really don't have a specific thing that got me through, honestly, just, Knowing no, I, I think those it. are all helpful. <laughs> Jesus. There you yeah. go. Yes. Hey, we need that sometimes, you know, to yeah. help us get through those moments of doubt, but you obviously got on the other side of it. And now you have this beautiful new salon. Um, let's pivot a little bit. So mm-hmm. what do you, how do you find a little bit of balance? Cause I know we talked about wanting to be present, like where you are. I like to say my little saying to myself is be where your feet are. Mm -hmm. And you kind of talked about wanting a little more of that. So how do you balance the busyness now of a bigger salon and your kids are in activities and, you know, with your partner getting date night, all the things. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't do, I'm not behind the chair as much anymore. I was behind the chair five days a week, um, 60 hours a week, you know, and just really running myself ragged to, I'm a people pleaser. I'm a people pleaser and I love to do hair. 
someone could come yeah. in and I would start a color correction at six o'clock at night, knowing damn well, I'd be at this line till midnight, but I didn't <laughs> care because I, I literally love it. And I was doing what I loved. And I usually, the person in my chair, I love them too. So, you know, whatever, but I realized I can't keep doing that. I can't yeah. run a business and do, I can't be behind the chair and run a business as much. So well, and physically, if you did stuff like that all the time, you would mentally and physically be exhausted. Yeah. I think honestly, that makes me remember. I think when we moved, when all of this was happening, I think I was like at a burnout phase, really. Mm-hmm. I think I was like burnt out. It was like that on top of the buying of this. It was like everything came together and I was just like, oh, you know, but I realized that I can't do I can't be behind the chair as much. I never will stop being behind the chair. I don't care if it's one day a week and I'm, you know, whatever older, but I never want to completely stop doing hair, but I have delegated more things. I have a leadership team in place to help me delegate. Cause I was not good at delegating. I tried to do everything myself. So I'm better at delegating. I'm better at taking time to actually run my business. Um, and not just, you know, be doing the services that propel my business, but I, I train, I have a, um, associate program that I'm revamping. I've had that for a while, but, you know, I want to mentor stylists and teach them the real, the game from someone who's been in it since I've been 18 and I've seen all sides of it. Cause I want this industry to be elevated. And I want girls to know that if this is what they want to do and this is what they're passionate about, they can make a good living. They can have paid time off. They can have health insurance. They can work in a place where it's not full of drama and they have an owner who cares about them. Like that's what I want to do. And, you know, it makes me excited to go to work every day. I love that. And I love that you're doing it in a way that's so much about culture team and really supporting each other. Yeah. Because I just remember when I was a younger stylist, not having that, mm-hmm. you know, like I am trying to create a place where when I was younger, I would have stayed because the reason yeah. why I left, I left places because, you know, I didn't feel it just wasn't a good environment or I always compare it to like a relationship, you know, like when that feels like it's over and things aren't working out, that's when you look to leave. Right. So it's the same thing in business. If you're happy and things are going well, you have no reason to want to leave. Right. And also in our industry, like I, I consider myself a creative, like I love, I love to create anything. I love to do hair. I love to do paint. I love to cook what I love crafting, all that stuff. But Um, when you are that type of person and you need to be in that mindset, like, you know, you need to be somewhere where you're comfortable, where you can like breathe and not have this constant, like pit in your stomach because of whatever. And that's what I want. Because like, when I worked with you at the hair shop, I was never my full potential because I was never comfortable for whatever reason. And I just felt like, man, all those people that worked with me there, they didn't really see the real me you know, what yeah. I can really do. And I, I don't want people to feel like that at my shop. I want people to feel like they're comfortable and they can do their best work at work. 
Because why wouldn't you? You have to be. If you want to build a clientele and you want to be good and show people what you can do, you need to feel comfortable to do it. Well, I think you know? when you feel supported and acknowledged, you do want to show up in that way and you're more excited. Right. Exactly. So, so I have one last question for you. Now, if you have, do you have any last bit of advice for somebody maybe that either wants to start a business or is in that phase of like, they have this calling or something on their heart that's saying to expand like you just have. So what advice would you give them? Um, I would tell them to listen to their heart, follow their heart. You know, I have like gut feelings, you know, or like signs, like don't ignore that. Even if you feel like, how am I going to do this? Like, how is that? How's it going to happen? Like what I really believe in the saying where there's a will, there's a way. Like, it's all about how you think about things and it's your mindset. And if you're telling yourself, oh my gosh, I can't do this. How am I going to do this? You got to be, you got to say, why not me? Mm -hmm. I used to, I used to say that to myself when I used to see other salon owners, you know, doing what I wanted to do. And I would say, why, why not? Why can't I do that? What do they have? You got to look at yourself and build yourself up and say, what do they have that I don't have? I have that too. I can do that too. You know, if you really want it, like that's what you have to do. So, you know, work hard and believe in yourself and think outside the box and don't be afraid to work because, you know, that's, that's what I did my plan, my business plan, the number plan, all that came later. Like I, all that came later and people that I talk to that help me now, my accountant and my CPA, and they say, wow, you did this backwards. You really like did this all backwards. And I did, I did it like the most, probably the most stupid way ever coming from like a bit coming from a, a financial planner or, a, you know, or an accountant or whatever, like but all the pieces eventually fell into place. You yeah, know? I love the way you did it because I love that you even said in the beginning how you went and got used equipment. You didn't put yourself into debt. No, and I never put like, myself into debt for equipment. I would, as when I got in the second time remodeled, that was used equipment too. You know, I never went to Minerva and was like, oh, I'm just going to buy all this. What I would have loved it, but yeah. I knew that wasn't smart to do. You know, it's like, you got to be, you do have to be smart with, even if you don't have a lot of money, you got to make your money stretch. You know, you got to be smart in the beginning and not care what people think. You know, I could have been like, oh my gosh, I don't want to get this. The equipment was not cute and I really wanted nicer stuff, but I didn't care. Like, you know, you got to just not care what people think and do what's in your heart and you'll be successful. No, I love that. Well, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to share your journey. It's really, truly inspiring to see how far you've grown just in this time that I've known you. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for asking me to be on your podcast. And I love talking about this. And if I can just reach, you know, somebody that would, it would help them to believe in themselves and not think that it's always easy, then it's worth it for me. So thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Tell our listeners where they can find you on social media. Okay. So Kimberly and company salon, spa and boutique, um, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, 
Our website is um, KimberlyCoCompanySalon.com. Kimberly um, and yeah, just we're everywhere and we're um, real easy to find. Like I said, we're in Thursday's Plaza behind Bubba's 4655 Dressler Road Northwest. We are having a holiday open house on Saturday, all day from nine to six. We have live music. Santa Claus will be there. Um, lots of good deals and giveaways. And so you have the spa services, hair services, and the boutique. I mean, what more could you need for a woman for Christmas? Yes. So many good gift ideas. And we're having our gift card sale, which is huge, but yeah, just look us up and you'll find all the information you need. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And to our listeners, as always stay cheeky.